0: Hey dreamers, today's episode is inspired by a question I got from a lovely dreamer inside of the Christian Dreamers community on Facebook. She asked, what were the first practical steps that you took to start Horatio Printing? So I'm going to answer that question. I had to go all the way back in my brain uh, to think about what I was doing in 2014 to start Horatio Printing, which fun fact, I was living on Horatio Street when I started Horatio Printing. So that's where that name comes from. And I started the business in three months. So I moved very quickly. I was on a deadline and I really have a calling on my life to help Christian women really pursue and achieve their dreams. And so a lot of those women in my community have a dream to start a business or to grow their business or to take it from their side hustle to their full-time job. And so that's why I wanna answer these questions. It's also why I created the Faith-Filled Business Blueprint and the courses over in the Horatio Printing Academy. So you can go to thedreamerinyou.com And there is all the courses that I've created currently, what is live today as of February 2022. I have the dream crafting course, which is a general dreaming course to help you really create balance in your life for you to get clarity on your dream, to map it out. And then I have the faith-filled business blueprint if your dream happens to be start a business, create a product or a service, and share it with the world. I have more courses coming out, um, and you can find all of them at thedreamerinyou.com. Now, if you want to hear more of the backstory of Horatio Printing and the beginning of it, I have episode 9 and 10 from the very beginning of when I started this podcast. That episode is why I started Horatio Printing and how I started Horatio Printing. But today, I'm going to take you through the five practical steps that I did to start this company back in August 2014. So today, let's dive into today's episode. Hey dreamers, welcome to the Dream Planning Podcast. If you've been led here, I believe it was on purpose. You are created and loved by God and your life is full of purpose. If you've been sitting in a season of searching or unfulfillment and you're ready to change your life and hear from God, this is the podcast for you. Hi, I'm Polly Payne, the CEO and founder of Horatio Printing, and I'm here to lead you in tactical, practical, faith-led trainings to help make your God-sized dreams a reality in your life and your business. Your dreams matter because you matter. So open up your planner, pour a cup of coffee, and let's dream together. All right, let's go back to the year 2014. COVID-19 didn't exist, we did not think about global pandemics, and what was really popular on the radio was Thinking Out Loud by Ed Sheeran. Okay, let's just go back to a simpler time, (laughs) 2014, August. Other songs that were popular was Taylor Swift's Blank Space and Shake It Off, as well as All About That Bass by Megan Trainer. Anyway, it's just a fun little time warp back there. I had to get in the mindset to remember what did I do at the beginning of starting this business. So let me tell you, I guess, a little bit about how it came to be. The truth is, I had a dream to be an entrepreneur, to start a business. Uh, starting around, I guess, 2011, 2010, I read the book, The 4-Hour Workweek. And I always kind of had the dream to have a business. My dad's a small business owner, and um, I also just kind of wanted to be my own boss. It was just this dream, kind of this little flame inside of my heart that was burning, but uh, sometimes it was really dim, and sometimes it was really bright. But the problem was I didn't really know what my product was going to be. I didn't really know what my service was going to be, like what it would be. I was always looking for that thing, what it would be. And so it wasn't until August of 2014 that I took a dream that I had on the back burner, which was to start a planner company. And I decided and committed that I was going to do it because the dream I had on the back burner was actually more of a customizable planner company, whereas you could choose how you wanted it to be structured. You could choose if you wanted it to be religious or Christian or not. And ultimately, that's not the product that I created. So looking back at that time in my life, I was a total mess. And I was reading this book called The Artist Soul by Erwin McManus. And in this book, it teaches you that your life is your canvas, that you are an artist created in the image of God. And our life is our most important canvas we can ever work on and at that point in my life i had a problem like i was a mess i knew i was called for more and my problem was i wanted to start my business and my life and the way i had structured it was such a mess so my first thing i did was really identify that problem i identified the product i wanted to create and i knew exactly who it was for so let me backtrack that is step one that's the first practical step that i took which was i had clarity of the product I was creating, and also I had identified who it was for. And that's step one. You need to have clarity on what your product is and identify who it was for, and also clarity on the problem. So it's the problem, the product, and who it's for. <clears throat> and I knew that. The problem I was solving was your life being kind of a mess, it being out of control, and needing to have structure so that you can pursue your dreams. That was the problem. And it, I knew that because it was my problem. The product I decided was a Christian planner that was going to be excellent and beautiful and stunning and high quality and thick paper. I knew what my product was and then I knew who it was for. It was for Christians who love beautiful things, who have high standards when it comes to aesthetics. Often when we think about Christian products, I think we can um, give Christian products grace for being subpar because, oh, well, it's Christian. Like, you know, sometimes you'll go see a Christian movie or someone goes to see it and you're like, oh, how was it? Like, oh, it was good. You know, it was a Christian movie. So, you know, it was B, but uh, for being Christian, it was good. And I just, I think that's just ridiculous. Like if something's Christian, it should be excellent. God is excellent. Like he breathes on us. We should aspire for excellence not perfection but I think knowing for me I knew who it was for so I had that clarity of the problem of the product and I identified who it was for that's my first practical step and I know that doesn't seem very quote-unquote practical but that's critical if you don't take that step you're gonna really be stuck at the start line like you need to know what is the problem I'm solving what is the product and who is it who is it for and you don't have have full product clarity on your own like I just knew it was a Christian planner I didn't know all the ins and outs yet but I committed to birthing this product that was my first step I committed to birthing the product and I knew the problem because I personally had it and I knew who it was for because it was also for me so that was made it kind of easier So that's the first step. Clarity on the problem, the product, and who it's for. The second practical thing I did was I mapped out my prototype. So imagine me, I'm sitting in my bed. This August. It's probably like midnight, and I just really had this commitment. I had this revelation from God, and I started mapping out my prototype. I had a big sketchbook, like one of those big, giant sketchbooks that's brown with the girl's face on the front. And so I had my Pencils and I just started sketching out what this product would look like. I had drawn like little layouts, like storyboards almost inside of my sketchbook. And I started mapping out what I want it to look like, just overall the flow of it. And then I started mapping out full size pages inside of the sketchbook. I would place little copy placeholders and like just really thinking about what I want this to look like. And it was based off of the things I had learned, things I learned at church, things I learned through books I've read. And the first sketch, of my dream planner. It looks nothing like my actual dream planners. And I still have those sketches, which is so fun. I should get them framed one day just to have and like remember where it all started. But that's the second step. You wanna map out your prototype. And even if it's a service-based prototype, like a course or something, you wanna map out what it is, the user experience, what they're gonna learn, um, how you're gonna structure it. And so for me, that looks like a nice big blank sheet of paper a sketchbook, a pencil and some time by yourself. The third step that I did was I really mapped out my launch timeline of when do I need to have this product done. And for me, I was creating a product that had an expiration date, a product that was kind of on a timeline because it's a planner. And I knew, okay, well, people typically want to get their calendars in November and December, and so I need to launch this no later than early November, and it's already August, so all I have is the rest of August and September and October, and then I'll I've got to launch this as soon as possible and get it printed as soon as possible in order to even make this deadline. When you're sitting there in August, you know. December and January feel so far away, but when you're creating a product and creating a timeline, we always assume we can do things faster than we can actually do it. And so luckily, I printed in North America my first run, so it was easier to get the product done um, quickly, and I'd have to worry about importing. But nowadays, when I create my planners, I I buy it almost a year in advance, at least um, eight to nine months in advance, because it takes a while for things to be created for them to arrive to quality inspect them. Anyway, so that's the next thing I did. Number three was my launch timeline. And if you don't have a product that has to launch at a very specific time, like for example, when we launched the Easter devotional, it had a very specific time of when it needed to go live, you know, because we needed people to get it in their mailbox before Easter. So if you don't have a specific day that it absolutely has to go live, you're kind of lucky because you can be a little more flexible with it, but it's good to create a general launch timeline working backwards and that's something we do inside of the Faithful Business Blueprint with our project journal and our project pages. The fourth step that I took, once I knew what I was building, I had that clarity of what my product was, I had a prototype roughly sketched out of my vision. I knew my timeline, which was really lighting a fire under my butt because I had to get it done. The fourth step I took was gathering a team. I am not a designer. I can't design a product in Adobe, in InDesign, or in Illustrator. So I needed to hire a designer. So I had to friends who went to my church who were also interning at the company I was working at and I took them out to lunch and I said hey would you guys be open to creating this product with me and I showed them the vision and the idea and they signed on they were like absolutely so we worked out our little payment of like what I would pay them to help with the design and they came over and we just started working on it and in my apartment on Horatio Street so we This was Nicole and Kevin, and Nicole was my original calligraphy artist. We still utilize her in stunning calligraphy all over our products and our website. And then Kevin is an incredible designer, and he helped really map out the layout and the aesthetic, and they both helped me pick out my fonts and really understand what my branding was going to be. At that point, I wasn't a brand expert. At that point, I did not understand how to utilize Instagram at all. And so having them on my team was really critical at that time because when you're first starting out, you don't know what you're doing. And that's why it is important to hire somebody or to at least get a coach to talk to people who have done what you've done or else you're going to pay what I call dumb tax. You're going to pay all these extra fees uh, because you don't know what you're doing and you're creating things that aren't inspiring people and drawing them into your brand. And so I highly recommend learning from people who have done what you wanna do. And Kevin and Nicole had actually just did a Kickstarter with another entrepreneur where they created a magazine, they did a Kickstarter, they hit their goal, and they built her website. So they knew what they were doing and they helped me build my website, my product, and it was awesome to have them on my team at first to really help me kick this thing off. So gathering the team, that was number four. and. Then number five, I went to Barnes and Noble. I went to the business section because I did not have an MBA. I didn't have a business degree. I graduated with a degree in public relations and communications. And so I went to the business aisle and I picked up the Business Model Generation, which is a great book that teaches you how to create a visual business model so you can understand how your business, value proposition or your product and service is given to your customers. You can really map out what your resources are gonna be, who your partners are, what your key activities are, and really how money flows into your business. And that book really helped me just kinda get an idea of a business model, get some confidence, um, because that's a big thing you have to build as you're growing too, is your confidence. Like, I am capable, I can do this. And that usually, in my opinion, comes from experience and also from investing in your education. So those were the first five steps I took in starting my business. I'll recap real quick. The number one way was to get clarity on your problem and your product and identify who it is for. And that's really important because knowing who it's for is gonna help you with your communication plan, help you with your marketing plan, and really help you create a user experience where that person becomes a raving fan. So that's really important to do at the very beginning. Number two, you map out your prototype. That's what I did. I sketched out my concept, I wrote out the copy. Number three, I did my launch timeline, and I really did one, two, and three, probably in the first three days of wanting to start my business. Uh, Number four, gather your team. You're probably going to have some gaps, whether that is hiring a coach or hiring a designer, depending on what your product is, hiring a website designer. And then number five was really map out my business model. Those were the first five steps I took to create Horatio printing. So if I could really summarize that for you, it is to identify your problem, identify your product, and then craft your business plan. Um, That's the steps I would suggest for you to take as you are starting your business. You wanna identify the problem, what it is, why it matters, who it's for. You wanna identify your product, and then you really wanna craft that business model and business plan. And last but not least, prey on it. Invite God into the process from the very beginning. Lord, help me with this. I'm going to start playing and designing and dreaming. And Lord, I just invite you into this process. Let me, let me play with this. Let me, let me try this and invite him into the process. So that's the first three practical steps I would suggest for you. Identify your problem, identify your product and craft your business plan. And when I say business plan, what all does that entail? Well, there's a lot of different parts of the business plan, but I think one of the critical parts is your operations, like understanding your business model, understanding the logistics like how is this business actually going to run how do I deliver my product to the customer how do I get my product created how do I price my product really how are all my resources and partnerships working together number two in your plan is administration you want to make sure that you're getting all of your ducks in a row you've got your legal set up you know how your accounting works how your money flows through your business, uh, making sure that it is profitable and that you are truly able to pay yourself. And then number three in your business plan, a key part of your business plan is your product, making sure it is profitable, making sure you have the right sources for it. How do I manufacture it? How do I market this product to my avatar, to my customers, speak to them, understand their trigger points, understand their problems and really solve it for them and turn them into a raving fan so they can share with their friends. And then of course, what makes my course kind of special is I really try to tie faith into everything. So every single module inside of the Faith-Filled Business Blueprint, it always rolls back to, well, what does God say about money? What does God say about selling? What does God say about branding? And we talk about that in each section of the course. So if you are interested in learning my blueprint to start a faith-filled business, and really how to create your business model, how to create your business plan, how to really map out what your product is and how you're gonna launch it. I give you my launch strategy. I give you my Black Friday marketing plan. And also, when you sign up for this course, you get to be a part of our Facebook community. And we do live Zoom calls once a month where you get to ask me questions. You can pick my brain about your business. And so I really just wanna make sure you thrive in this course. So if this is something you're interested in, I definitely want to drive you over to thedreamerinu.com where you can learn more about the Faith-Filled Business Blueprint and you can get some help and support because at the end of the day, it's really hard to do this all alone. And so I wanna give you my shortcuts to help you succeed faster. I give you my favorite resources. I give you access to my favorite website designers and really people in my life that I think would be very helpful for you as you're starting your business. Thanks for listening to the Dream Planning Podcast. I hope today's episode blessed you. And if it did, it would mean the world to me if you could leave a quick 15-second review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. I read every single one. And I want to make sure, first and foremost, you're going to get your 2022 Dream Planner. I have a code for you if you haven't bought yours yet. Use the code PODCAST15 to get 15% off your purchase today at HoratioPrinting.com. And secondly, I want to make sure you know about the incredible resources we have inside of the Horatio Printing Academy. This academy lives over at thedreamerinu.com. We have our dream crafting course to really help you become who you're called to become and to dream big. And then we have our faith-filled business blueprint for our Christian entrepreneurs out there to help you craft your business plan, your business model, your launch plan, and really do it with God in the center. You can use that code PODCAST15 to get 15% off everything. So make sure you jump over there, learn more, and I just want you to know the best is yet to come.